Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome everyone to the Story Box. This is the place to be if you're a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, growing abundantly, and if you want to improve your overall life. My name is Jay Phantom, and I've made it my purpose to unbox and share the amazing stories from people of every profession all over the world. I'm grateful that you're here today. Let's journey into the Story Box together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. This is a very special episode of the Storybox podcast today because I have someone who has inspired me and taught me about uh, the importance of leadership and, and what leaders should be doing in their life and how to become a great leader, not just in your life, but to allow others to see it as well. His name is John C. Maxwell. Now, for those of you that don't know who he is, he was named as the number one leadership expert in the world by Inc. Magazine in 2014. He has inspired millions of people all around the world to do just that, to lead with example and, and to become the best leaders possible. Uh, John came from a small town, but he had huge dreams, huge dreams to change people's perspectives on uh, living a life filled with significance and, and actual real fulfillment. He wants to equip others to do remarkable things in their life because there is no greater mission for John. There's no higher goal than to help others realize their significance and potential. And I have to agree with John. This is one of the reasons why the story box exists. It's pretty much the same mission to use stories like John's to inspire the potential in others, to get you to, to know that you are worth it to lead by example, so to speak. And, and so you guys can pass that along to other people. This is why uh, it is so important in today's society that John has decided to write a very influential book, which is called Change Your World. And uh, all it means is really that you have the power to change your own world. We live in a, a society where there's a lot of poverty, homelessness, there's a ton of violence, there's so many different mental health issues, there's a corruption afoot all over the place. And you think, why doesn't someone do something about it? Well, the good news is John's book is going to help you do that. So for those of you that uh, want to get your hands on a copy, go and, and go and buy it now. It's available pretty much anywhere. I highly encourage you guys to get your own copy on it because Change Your World, this book will teach you how to turn your hope for change into real action 
to become a catalyst for change and inspire others understanding the science of transformation, measure your results and multiply your efforts, create transformational tables to effectively work with others and communicate your cause effectively with ongoing transformational conversations. My friends, this is a valuable conversation, not just because uh, we talk about the book, we also talk about many other things in this conversation. I had so many questions. But here's a funny story for you, right? Before we get into John's story, uh, I accidentally got the timing wrong and I was 15 minutes late. And when I got there, I was actually sweating profusely. You can't really see it in, in the video, but uh, John was so kind and gracious with his time because normally someone like John is extremely busy and he has interviews like nonstop for a period of time. So I was uh, freaking out. Uh, I accidentally got the timing wrong, but it was just great to see John uh, be so kind and so still present with me and still enjoy the conversation nonetheless after uh, all that stuff <laughs> happened. But uh, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still human and I still stuff up and uh, the kindness of people, it really goes a long way. So I hope that you guys really enjoy this conversation with John and I. Um, please, if you do get something from it, share it around to your friends and your family. Let them all know of this episode. You can watch the full interview now or full conversation, if you will, over on YouTube. All the links are in the show notes below. Please, before you forget, leave a five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. Also, tag John on Instagram or Facebook, whatever platform you want. Uh, let John know what you thought of this episode too. Help spread the love, build a community, you name it. Um, so you guys know what time it is, right? It is time for me to be quiet and for us to dive into the story box and listen to the story of the leadership expert himself, John C. Maxwell. Thanks, Jake. Great to be with you. And when you talk about all the books I've written, you got to understand, you can only do that if you're old, okay? I mean, you, you, if you're not old, you can't write that many books. So when people say, that's amazing, I said, well, you know, that it comes with age, I guess. But I'm, I'm delighted to be with you, Jay, and, and uh, delighted, hopefully, to add value to you. And, and uh, let's, let's, let's help people. What do you say? I love that idea. Now, for those people that are actually watching the video and they can see my face right now, I'm actually sweating, not because I'm nervous, but because I just bolted back from my workout because I got the time wrong. Um, so that just shows my humanness. <laughs> but John was so gracious and appreciative of just, you know, just being so kind. So just want to say thank you for that. And John, before we dive into, I guess, your backstory and everything else, I have one question I love starting off with, which is what does success look like for you? Well, I, I think I think I have a good definition of success. I, I really uh, wrote it for myself um, in the mid 80s, 19, probably 85, 86. I was watching a lot of leaders um, kind of crash and burn. And a lot of people who in the world's eyes were doing really well, and yet they weren't doing well. And, and so I, I began to ask myself why and, and what does that mean for me? And am I going to crash and burn? Mm. And, and so I said, I think I, better, I think I better write my own definition of what success is. And so I did. And that, you know, so I did that in the 80s. So it's, this definition is just about 40, this definition is older than you, Jay, okay? Uh, 
but here's what I think success is. I think success is um, the people that know me the best love and respect me the most. I think that's success. I, I, I think that, you know, the people that are with me all the time, they know me. And they know if I'm the real deal or not. They, they understand that. And I, th I think there's something wonderful when people who know you the best love and respect you the most. And I think there's something really terrible when people who don't know you well love and respect you more than people who know you well. And, and that definition of success has kept me, I think, very centered. And, and, and I've never, it's, never, it's never allowed me to get carried away with uh, trying to develop a fan base or, you know, I, I just, I know who I am. My name's John. I'm your friend. I'm comfortable in my own skin. And I, uh, I just take great pride in the people who are the closest to me. I think love and respect me the most. I, I take great pride in that I, because I think that they know me. They know all my weaknesses. Hey, they know when I'm, I'm working out instead of, you know, starting a podcast. I mean, they, they got all that. They, they see my, they see me fail and miss continually. So they know me. And, and yet when they respect me and, and, and love me, mm. that I think that's major. I think that's what success is to me. Is there a story behind how you came to realize this? Was there like sort of this catalyst moment for you that you just sort of like, oh, that's really important to me. My friends, my family, how they see me. Well, yeah, the, 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 the story is without naming names, I just was watching people that I respected mess up. And then I was watching a lot of my friends that kind of started the journey and they were already disqualifying themselves and kind of exiting. And, and, and I just said, wait, wait a minute. And what would make a person do this? What, 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 what makes me lose my grab gravitas? What makes me lose my centeredness? What, what makes me kind of, you know, get distracted or whatever. And, and, and I said, I just better realize that, uh, when I'm done, when, when I'm done with this, with the books being written and the standing ovations, I got to go home. Mm. And, 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 and that's, that's where it counts the, the love and respect. And it's just, a, it's a, to me now, everybody, I think everybody needs to write their own definition of success. I think it's, I think it's possible to have several good definitions, but for me, that one just kind of holds me uh, steady. Mm. So speaking about impact and the people that mean the most to you, is there a specific person in your life who has made the greatest impact, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually? Well, yes. The, the, the person who's done made the greatest impact on my life, Jay, is my father, mm. um, who is a terrific leader, a great man, who taught me so many uh, principles and, and values that allowed me to, to do well in life. And uh, in fact, you know, he, he just in July last year, July 4th, he just passed away. He was wow. 98. And, uh, uh, and he just, uh, he, he, he told me a lot of great things, but he, he showed me uh, how to be a, a, a I think a, a good person. In fact, uh, two days before he died, I was with him, just the two of us. And I spent about four hours that day. And I, uh, I would on my iPhone write a lesson that he taught, put put a lesson he taught me. Then I would say, "Now, Dad, let me. This is a lesson you taught me, and this is when you taught it to me. This is what I've learned from it." And I spent the most wonderful, you know, afternoon with him, 
just going over all the lessons he he taught me. And, and then later on, after he passed away, I did a podcast. I don't know. I think it maybe it was in three different um, sessions, if I, I can't really remember. But of all the things that he taught me, and oh, my gosh, we had... Uh, a million and a half people follow it. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of wonderful. So anyway, he was, he was the, he had the greatest influence on my life of, of any, but I've had a lot, a lot of wonderful mentors in my life. It's, it's not just been one person, but, but my dad would be first. You, I can say that you've been a mentor to me from afar with your works on leadership. You've written countless books on leadership, as well as you've got the new book now, called change your world. And I want people yes. to, I want people to know why is that book important right now? Why did you decide to write this particular book right now? Well, I, first of all, I, I, I've been writing this book all my life. It just is now coming out. Uh, and what I mean by that is when I was literally in my twenties, I received a gift uh, from one of my staff members, uh, for Christmas, and it was a book, and the outside, the title was The Greatest Story Ever Told. Yeah. And I love to read. I thought, oh, this will be amazing. I opened up the book, and all the pages were blank, and I looked at her, and I said, Eileen, it says The Greatest Story Ever Told, and yet the pages are blank. And she said, go to the the first the first cover, under the first cover there, and and, and there she had written me a note. And, and basically, she said, John, your life is before you. You write on these pages your hopes, your dreams, your desires you write your story and make it the greatest story ever told. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took that book home and the next morning I started writing. And, and the first thing I wrote the first day on the first page was I want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to make a difference. I didn't know uh, when I was going to make a difference. I just know I wanted to make a difference. And so when people ask me about this new book, change your world, uh, you know, they say, John, you know, how long did it take you to write this book? I, I, I say, I tell him, I said, well, it took me my whole life. This, this, this book is, is, is as much who I am and what I've learned and what, and what I'm passionate about as, as, as anything that I, I've, I've ever, I've ever written. And I wrote it with Rob Hoskins, who's a terrific uh, friend and writer too, who's had a lot of experience in transformation. And, uh, so, so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about the book because I, it's not called change the world. It, that's too overwhelming to us. It's, it's change your world. And, and it's a simple book on how do you uh, go to your friends, your family, the people you work with, and how do you bring a, a change within, within their life? How, how do you change the world in which, in which you live? And, um, I, I, I'm very passionate about it, and it, it the book is is formed out of uh, of much leadership and transformation I've done around the world. So it's it's not like um, kind of theory; it's it's things that we have learned and and things that we have loved. And you know, if you want to want me to go deeper in it, I'll be glad to expound that. I'm just trying to serve you and and see you know how much how much how much of the book do you want? I, I would love to go deeper and sort of ask you about what do you exactly mean about change your world we go through different periods of our life where we do obviously change we have uh changes in in mindset but i'm curious what exactly do you mean by are we changing obviously in a positive way i, I can imagine um but what what is the main sort of theme apart from yeah. okay 
Well, Jay, first of all, leaders are agents of change. Okay, that that's what they do. They they help people. They help people change because there's no growth. There's no advancement without change. You know, people don't reach their best potential if, if they stay in in their comfort comfort zone. Mm. And so I talk in the book about timing of, of of when do I as a leader try to change my world. And there are four times, leaders know this well, there are four times when people are most apt to make changes in their life. One, one is when they heard enough, they have to. Secondly, when they see enough, they're inspired to. Number three, when they learn enough that they want to. And number four, when they receive enough that they're able to. Mm. And, and, and hurting enough that they have to, I mean, I think anybody that looks at our world right now says we have never been so hurting in our entire life. So people are saying, what am I going to do? So they're ready to make changes because they're out of their comfort zone. The book itself is to be an inspiration to inspire people to make changes. I, I talk about hope in the book. And I talk about the fact that hope has two beautiful daughters, uh, anger and courage, anger at the way things are encouraged to make a difference. Mm. And, um, and so I tell people, if you're kind of angry about the way things are, but you want to be courageous and, and make a difference, this book is, this really book is, is for you. And so then I, I give them a game plan. What, the, you know, change your world is a game plan. It's, it's, I mean, like if I'm a coach, this is, this is, this is my game plan. This is how I take my team to victory. And the essence of the book, Jay, is, is very simple. Um, transformation and change happens when people learn and live good values. Mm. And what happens is when they learn and live good values, uh, they become more valuable. They become more valuable to themselves. They become more valuable to others. And now all of a sudden, there begins to be this uh, transformation that, that starts to be contagious. So... We, we talk about values in, in the book, and, and really where that came from was back in early 2000, 2001, 2002, in America, we had corporate scandals with Enron and you know companies that were just not trustworthy at all. And Time Warner, my publisher at the time, asked me, they said, we want you to write a book on business ethics for us. And I said, well, I can't. They said, why? I said, because there's no such thing as business ethics. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, there's just ethics. You know, there's just ethics. And you either have them or you don't. Now, if you have them, they work in business. Oh, happy day. So, yeah. So, so it's, you know, and so he said, well, can you write this book? And I said, well, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of doubt it, to be honest with you, because if you're going to write a book on what's right, you have to have some kind of a, a sense of truth and what's truth. And, and in a culture that, doesn't have any kind of absolutes or truth, boy, that's all, you know, that's like putting jello and trying to nail jello to the wall. So we, we worked on it for about a month, our research team, and we came up with the conclusion that we could write the book based on the golden rule, that the golden rule was accepted in every country, every culture, and, and, and every religion. Mm. So, so we thought, okay, this is kind of common ground. So we wrote the book on the golden rule, which is, which is a value. It's, a, it's, you know, treat others as you would like to be treated. Mm. Well, it's amazing as that was my eureka moment. I, I, I did that to write a book. What I didn't know is that would immediately do a paradigm shift in my life. And that I would begin to say, when people lose their way, they lose their way, not because the laws are good or bad. They lose the way because their values are not what they should be. Mm. 
And, and so all of a sudden I said, I'm going to begin to help people learn and live good values, because if I can do that, it's going to really add value to uh, the country, to the culture. And, and so that got me on the values track. And then when we started teaching values in small groups, and the key on this, Jay, is small groups. Mm. A transformation happens, you know, one table at a time, okay? Six or eight people discussing a value. Uh, you know, here's what I've learned. You know, wow, this I tried this. That This interaction is, is really major in helping people uh, bring about change. Um, a few years ago, I did the opening session for the United Nations and on leadership. And, and so to all of the um, ambassadors, I realized <coughs> that I had a challenge. And the challenge was different governments, you know, some dictatorships, I mean, different cultures. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you talk about diversity. And, and what can I do a, a talk about leadership that would bring them all under the same umbrella, the same tent? And so I, I did a teaching that day on three lead, three questions that followers ask their leaders. And those three questions are, do you care for me? Can you help me? And can I trust you? Mm. And, 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 and these are the three, I mean, you know, if you're following, you're looking at that person and you're saying, you know, do, they, do you care for me? It's all about compassion. Can you help me? That's all about competence. Can I trust you? That's all about character. And when I finished that teaching that day, I thought, wow, I'm on to something here. Now, here's what's beautiful about small groups. Those three questions, do you care for me? Can you help me? Can I trust you? Do I trust you? Those three questions are best answered in small groups that you, you find out real quickly. Mm. The answer to those three questions. So transformation happens in small groups with, with values. And so what we did is, is, is we, we've got 25 values. We've been in uh, several countries. Uh, we were, we've been invited. We were invited by the president of Guatemala. So we went there first. We were invited by the president of, of uh, Costa Rica. We went there with we Paraguay. And now we have 23 presidents of countries that are wanting us to come in because it's becoming known that these values are transformational. And, 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 and so we've done it for like seven years. We've had well over, I don't know, a couple million people in round tables now. And uh, we have school curriculum for kids called I Lead, and, 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 and which is all about values, how, how to lead based on values. And this is, I was just with the Secretary of Education in Guatemala, and she said that uh, these kids, what they do, they, they teach it in tables again, groups of six, maybe seven children around a table in a classroom. And she said, uh, the teachers are telling me across the country that within three weeks, they can see the change in the student's behavior. And it's because they're, they're learning these good values. So we're very excited about it. And, and the only thing you're ever going to have to buy is the book, Change the World. And so if you get the book, here's what, here's what I want you to know. We have in it um, a way for you to, to well, first of all, you can take a values assessment uh, test. In fact, it's free. If you just go to changeyourworld.com, I think that's correct. Is it that uh, correct? Changeyourworld.com. Uh, if you just go to changeyourworld.com, we have a values test that you can take where you can find out what, what values are important to you. And, and then we also, we have, if you want school curriculum for your kids, we've got school curriculum for your kids. It's all free. Mm -hmm. If you want, I mean, we've got major donors that have helped us in this area. If, if you want to do an adult round table, you could do it and, and, uh, and, and witness change and, 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 and beautiful transformation right in your own backyard in your community. So I'm very passionate about it. 
And, and you know, America is in such desperate situation and we need it so bad. So we're, we're now launching America and Australia and, and around the world. And, and so I hope all of our friends uh, will, will get the book and, and, and take the free assessment and then take the, get the material, the, the small group material and start round tables, start transformation tables. I hope they do too. <coughs> your work is honestly incredible. It's changed my life and I hope it changes the lives of many more people to come. John, I am mindful of your time. I do want to ask three more quick final questions if that is okay with you. The first one that I want to ask is, okay, so if someone wants to pick up the book right now and turn to any page or chapter, which one would you recommend they turn to first? If you're asking what book to pick up? No, your change, change Your World book right now and they were to pick it up and they were to turn to any chapter or page to get a new, <coughs> new, new perspective on life per se which one would you recommend they? Uh, I, well, well i i would say if you have to change your world book go to the go to the value of values and uh <coughs> i'm sorry jake excuse me for a second let me get some more water all good what i what i would uh what I would suggest is to go to the value of values. And here's why. Uh, values are all about the heart. They are what we internalize in our life. And um, an empty bag doesn't stand up straight. You know, an empty bag just falls over and then a little wind pu pushes it away. And, and when people are empty on the inside, they just drift. And, and values are all about becoming better on the inside before you become better on the outside, becoming bigger on the inside before you become bigger on the outside. And, and so what we've discovered, for example, our iLead curriculum for kids, what we discovered because of social media is that, you know, as, as everybody knows, the children are, you know, kids are constantly on social media and looking for validation. You know what I mean? Do you like me? Thumbs up. You know, how many, and what's crazy is people they don't even know matter to them as, as far as, you know, do you like me or not? And what we discovered is that the, the better values I have on the inside, the less validation I need on the outside. And, 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 and the, less, the less values I have on the inside, the more validation I need from the outside. And so one of the ways that help people get over some of these issues is, is, is for them to learn and, and live and, 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 and teach good values. So there's a, there is a values lift that happens and so, you know, wow, you know, the, probably the values chapter. Now I'm starting to hesitate. I'm, I'm starting to say, well, you know, honestly, the, let's all get on the same page, which is toward the end of the book on, on how to connect with others. Well, that, it, let me tell you this. I wrote the book. Every chapter is essential. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can imagine that it is. The reason why I ask that question in the first place to people is to get them to think because there's a lot in a book but if someone does struggle with reading but if they were to pick up the book and they get the most out of it just by turning to one particular page which one would that be and i think you the values one i personally think would be the best like i think there that is go. needful in today's society especially because i've seen the shift of the values it's kind of like declining here in australia i don't know what it's like in america but it's it's shifting from when i was now it's not that long ago to when i was uh in my teens and the values back then to what it is now it's, it's this massive shift so oh, i nice. think leaders like you 
coming still coming out with these these amazing works is going to be very essential and very helpful for a lot of young people especially um and even just giving people that are in middle age a a reality check i think so thank you john for for all that my 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 final question for you because i know your time is very valuable this is my all-time favorite question that i ask everyone at the end it's a hypothetical one but i want you to imagine with me for a moment that you've been able to reach the age of 100. All your friends and your family have decided to put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done. Don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll call it magic for the sake of argument. But they've been able to get it and show it to you on your 100th birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life? Well, I want to, you know... I want the film to uh, to say that uh, I valued people and that I intentionally added value to them. And uh, the greatest compliment to that life is testimonials of people who just say, you know, I heard you speak here or I, I read this book or I, I picked up this resource from you and uh, and it just made a, a difference in my life. I. I uh, my life is, I'm, I'm 74, but my life is very full of anticipation. And uh, I love my life and I, I love getting up and I love uh, helping people and adding value to them. And the reason I do is because I've seen so many lives be incredibly, wonderfully, beautifully uh, changed. And so for somebody to, to, to say, you know, you've, you've helped me or you've, you've, uh, taking me to a higher level in my life. That's kind of why I'm here. I, I'm, I'm here. That's my calling. Uh, you know, uh, a career is what you get paid for and a calling is what you're made for. And, and, and I would want my, I would want that film to be about my calling and, and that I was made to train leaders and develop them and equip them and, and help people like you, Jay. And, 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 you know, if there's anything better than life, than adding value to people and improving their lives. I'd like somebody to tell me what it is because to me, that's, that's the best life that could be lived. I've come to the exact same realization in my own life. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever get, you're sick? a smart man. Ted. You're a smart man, buddy. Thank you. Do you ever get sick of it at all real quick? Do you ever get tired? I'm sorry. Do you ever get tired of doing this work at all? Oh, of course. Oh my, I'm, 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 you know, I'm tired right now. I've, I've been in the studio. <laughs> for uh seven straight hours non-stop and 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 have a couple more hours yet to, to go so yeah i so i get tired uh but i don't get discouraged uh you know i think humanly we get tired but give me a little rest you know people ask me how i can go at the pace i go and i i, I smile and i say high energy and low iq and <laughs> that's 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 the perfect storm. I mean, if you had a high IQ, you wouldn't do all the stuff I do. If you had low energy, you couldn't do. But boy, when you have high energy and low IQ, it's just perfect. It just allows you to keep yeah. on. It allows you to do nine straight hours nonstop in a, in a studio. So, but 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 the anticipation is what keeps me in the game. Anticipating that the book I write. I mean, uh, you know, anticipating that our podcast today will help people and make a difference in somebody's life. That That's what keeps, I mean, if I didn't think we were going to add value to people, we wouldn't be doing this. You wouldn't be doing it. 
It's so when people say, how do you stay motivated? I stay motivated because I want to make a difference in people's lives. And when I'm making a difference in people's lives, it, it motivates me. Mm. So anyway, that's, that's, that's who I am. And that's what I do. I love it, John. I appreciate your high energy. I appreciate all the work that you're doing, all the inspiration that you're bringing to the world. You're changing people's lives all over the world. So thank you so much for your time, your high energy, your enthusiasm. Just thank you for coming on the Storybox podcast today. Thank you for having me, Jay. It's been my joy. Thank you so much. Love and blessings, friend. I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate it if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.